do you know any clean jokes you'd want to share with us? <laughs> you know, I, I should have prepared for that one, uh, Rhino. <laughs> he was all ready to go until you said clean. story about Guadalupe bike. Uh, when I took the president position in 2016, I decided I want to wanted to do a blessing of the bikes and make this an annual event. So I went out to Benton City and talked with father out there. And we had our first bike blessing out there. We had had 17 bikes. And uh, I brought out the uh, my soft tail and I just recently finished the, the paintwork on it and put the bike back together and uh, people admired it and walked around it and when the uh, blessing was over and people were starting to take off and leave a couple of little uh, uh, Hispanic kids that were at the church uh, walked over to the bike and one of them looked at the bike and pointed and said mom mom Guadalupe Guadalupe so ever since that, I've been calling the bike the Guadalupe bike. <laughs> That's awesome. Named for a couple of little kids yep, <laughs> or by yep, a couple yep. little kids. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, hey, welcome to our podcast. This is the very first of what we hope is going to be many, 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 many to come. Uh, the unofficial Nights on Bikes podcast. And today we're featuring none other than the infamous, I think I can say infamous. What do you think, Santa? Infamous works. Yeah, infamous. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Blanco Hines. So we'll uh, get to know Bruce during this podcast and all the his history and exciting things that he has happening going on. But in the meantime, my name is Jim Rhino Reineke, and we also have... I am Bob Santa Smith Anderson. And we represent the Washington chapter... And Idaho. And Idaho, uh, Nights on Bikes, where we both got to know Blanco quite a story. We've had the chance to ride with him. We've had a chance to talk with him, break bread with him. We wanted to share his awesomeness with all of you. So welcome. Blanco, glad you're here today. Thank you. Thank you. I am truly honored to uh, be sitting in a room full of dignitaries as such. It really is great to uh, to be in this position. So how long, how long have you been with Nights on Bikes, Blanco? I've been on night in, involved with Nights on Bikes or joined Nights on Bikes in uh, 2014. And Slider was the president at that time. After about a year, I took the vacant POD position for Diocese of Yakima and was POD for about a year. And then Mike uh, appointed me state VP in October of 2015. And then in July of 2016, uh, I took the position of state president. So for about five years now, I have been filling that role as state president. And there's been a lot of changes with Nights on Bikes uh, in that amount of time, you know, just two and a half years ago, I guess, uh, Ace Bagley uh, stepped forward 
and we now have a pretty nice set of bylaws, something that is very usable and user friendly. It's it's been a, a an awesome trip, uh, a lot of prayer, a lot of a lot of nights laying asleep wondering what's going to happen with this or that. But uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't want to change a thing. It it's been phenomenal. It really has. Being a part of the Knights of Columbus in a motorcycle mystery. Uh, to me, it just doesn't get any better than that. Do I remember correctly seeing a picture when you first started with Knights on Bikes? You had a full beard and it was black? <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's what five years does. <laughs> no, that's what hard work does. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, it's uh, it, it's it's been challenging, but you know we we're we're going in territory. We've been going in territory for the last five years that nobody's gone before. I mean, the advances we're making uh, uh, international wide are are new ground, and uh, it's it's been uh, a lot of uh, a lot of thought process process for for me as uh, president of state Washington. How do I direct? the Knights on Bike Northwest uh, in the direction that best fits the needs and wants of the Knights of Columbus. When, when Bob Bamert was uh, our state deputy, uh, we had a few conversations and I decided at that point that um, if, 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 if we were not recognized in, in any special way, that I was gonna take Knights on Bikes uh, Northwest in a support role and support any of our council programs that needed help, that were struggling and pick up on those and kind of support our brothers and the state programs director. And from that, our our state, our past state deputy, immediate past state deputy, Bob actually gave us a page on the Washington State Knights of Columbus website. So we are listed as a family member of the Washington State Knights of Columbus. And I am truly um, thankful that that happened because that really opened up the doors uh, for moving forward. In the time that you've been involved with Knights on Bikes, what have you seen as the biggest change for our state since uh, you've been around? So the the biggest change that that I've seen was having the credibility uh, with a set of bylaws that we could all point to and roll with. Uh, and, and from that, I realized that uh, we have a great event, a tool here with being road evangelists. In fact, that's how I, that's how I explain the Knights on Bikes is we are missionaries. We are road evangelists of, of the Knights of Columbus. Well, you know, one of the things that I have learned about you is that you are a very humble person. You don't like to brag on yourself. You don't like to talk about the accomplishments and things that you have done, which I think lends to the awesomeness of your leadership as well. You know, it's just so amazing. You go out and you just make yourself visible to people. You're just nice to people. You love your neighbor. You love your brother, bike rider. And it just, it just grows. It's just truly amazing. Well, it's one of those tenets, I think, that I have not seen it in the bylaws, but it's certainly true in that, you know, we have an opportunity to be the face of Knights on Bikes and Knights of Columbus and change the way that bikers are viewed. 
you know, the strides that, that you've made in, in your community and throughout the state of Washington and getting recognition has been awesome, quite frankly. Yet you're out there and you're making it happen. And, and that uh, stretch from Tri-Cities and your connections in the business world and, and promoting nights on bikes even stretched all the way up to North Idaho. Santa, I'm looking at you, buddy. <laughs> so, you know, why don't you tell us about that? Oh, the work never stops. We're continuing to grow and uh, things have been great. This last year, we ran out our uh, first ever going to be annual Poco run in North Idaho. And I really got to know Blanco and Lady Angie and uh, a lot of brothers from across Washington as they came out and we did a dinner at my house and we got to know each other and have an incredible ride, get out there, kind of re-energize the local Knights of Columbus council. They were so excited about it. It was great. We put a couple hundred miles on the bikes. We stopped at five parishes. We prayed decade of the rosary at every parish, just asking blessing over the entire region. It was a phenomenal day. Do you have any stories from the Poco run that you want to share with us? You know, it was phenomenal. It had been so long since I had had ridden with over over five motorcycles on a given ride. And it brought back some great memories of, of uh, I'll say the old days, but it was the days prior to, to the Knights of Columbus and Knights on Bikes. I, what was so amazing is the, the camaraderie that we had on that ride uh, struck each and every one of us pretty deep. And from that, from that ride alone, our relationship with everybody on that ride has changed to a fraternal camaraderie that I didn't, to tell you the truth, think, think I would ever uh, be a part of. Santa did a phenomenal job, uh, road captain the ride. Um, I mean, I, I, it just, it's still, I can't stop talking about it. I have to ask you something that might be a little more uncomfortable. What have you seen as one of the biggest hurdles that we're still trying to clear? I'll, I'll share you that answer with you at the council level. Okay. One of the biggest hurdles I, I still have is with longtime members. It, it, it's still hard for some to recognize me wearing this vest and riding my bike uh, as something legit, um, something indeed that's recognized. And I got to tell you, um, it's still hurtful. I'm not trying to be different here. I, I, I'm simply trying to minister outside the, the council walls and the council door. But that is still a big hurdle for me is finding full acceptance from everybody within the council chambers. Do you think it's because they believe in a stereotype of the the biker look and the biker way of life? I'm going to have to answer that, Jim, is yes. Not 100%, but I would say for the gentleman I deal with, at least 50%. It's, it's a challenge. It, it will change. And if we ever get any kind of a recognition from Supreme that the Knights on Bikes are a part of the Knights of Columbus. They are a ministry. Um, they are a program, however that, that may look. I, I think once that happens, that's all going to go away. No, I agree. And I, I think it is all a mindset. You know, people see a bunch of guys in leather, uh, you know, the beards and goatees and, uh, you know, riding motorcycles. You know, they think, 
MCs, motorcycle clubs. They think hell's angels and they think, you know, only bad things happen when guys like that get together. And, <laughs> and they're only half true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, wearing the cross of Christ on the back of our, our vest uh, above the 12 inch emblem of our order. Uh, it, it's, it's very striking into other writers um, they they look at us uh, at least as a of man of God, mm-hmm. and I have been asked more than one time to lead in an opening prayer for a given motorcycle event where there's all kinds of MCs and, and other clubs there attending. Uh, as as is said, um, God will never ask us to do something that we can't do. Well, for me, sometimes I think He's just pushing me right to the edge. <laughs> at every turn but uh yeah one of the coolest things is to ride past a pack of kids on bikes and you give them the wave you know as you would if it, it will hardly come the other way it's so much fun yeah yeah hey you know speaking of uh motorcycles because well that is kind of one of the things that defines us as nights on bikes uh we couldn't do it without the bike part in fact uh why don't you tell us a little bit about this beauty right here Sure, you bet. Uh, it's a 1950 Panhead that uh, I, I started building three years ago. Uh, I actually had a partner on that bike uh, early on, uh, a, a, a local MC member uh, here in the Tri-Cities, and I bought that bike together. It was a basket case, came out of Arkansas, and we shipped it up here. And I started building it, and, and my partner just gave me the, the free will of design on it. And the more I started on it, the more it, 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 this vision came to me of calling the bike Sweet Charity and building it, a, it as a Father Begivney tribute bike. And uh, I finished the bike, and I've taken the bike to uh, two state conventions, uh, several workshops and uh, uh, probably a half a dozen or so bike shows. Yeah, that uh, that's a pretty neat bike. It's an old Paco frame that came with the uh, with the bike. It's it's all Harley Davidson motor tranny, and uh, the bike to this day I've not started it. Uh, some of the limitations on taking a motorcycle into a grand hotel is uh, it can't have any fuel in it, can't have a battery in it. Uh, I'm not going to put any fluids in it, and then I'm not going to be leaking oil all over somebody's carpet. But uh, it, 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 uh, you mean uh, Harley's leak oil? The old ones do? No, just the old ones. Just the old ones. (laughs) I've never heard that. Uh, It's myth. It's a myth. (laughs) But um, the bike got a lot of attention. Uh, It was very good for uh, obviously for recruit nights on bikes recruitment. Uh, Signed up quite a few members. Got a lot of attention. Uh, a lot of the state officers came by and asked when I was going to start really selling raffle tickets for it. Well, I started down the discernment process and, and looking at what I had for inventory, and it just dawned on me. This bike uh, I built uh, a- as a Father McGivney tribute bike, and I'm calling it Sweet Charity. Wouldn't it be something if I donated this bike uh, and oh, wow. it, it in turn... Um, could be raffled off and the proceeds go to Combat Veterans International, as well as funds go, a portion of the funds go back to the chamber. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna raffle that bike off. 
So now tickets are available. They'll be given away this coming Veterans Day. The neat thing is, is that uh, I'm now working with Ringgold and we're we're doing a program where we're going to be offering a a raffle bike t-shirt and on the back of it, it's got Knights on Bike uh, logo and we're gonna give a, a, a ticket for the bike and a custom t-shirt for 20 bucks. And we're gonna put that out on a, as a special out on our nighttime bikes gear website. So that's gonna be coming in the next couple of weeks. Is there a limit to wow. how many tickets and t-shirts I can get? <laughs> Cause I need to get my name in this drawing. Well, I, I, Brother Breeze um, told me the other day he was gonna buy 50. Oh. <laughs> Okay, he's, that's out of my price range, but I'm definitely <laughs> going to pick up a few. <laughs> well, you know, you, you gave us a really good segue, probably, I think, unintentionally, but I just brought it up here on the screen. Our Knights on Bikes gear store is something that is fairly new and pretty robust. You want to tell us how that came to be and the arms you had to twist to make that happen? <laughs> well, I, I've got to give a, a great bit of kudos to this VP Lawrence Stewart and uh, uh, other members of the executive board on, on letting us run with this idea. Uh, everybody was going to their own vendors for t-shirts, uh, event patches. I saw a lot of different versions of our, of our, uh, our logos and our crests. I thought, you know, it would be nice. And this also came about with the trying to uh, find a, a single source vendor for our, for our crests, for our patches, who supported the Knights of Columbus, the Knights on Bikes, the charity work that we do, and uh, wanted to be involved with that. We now have uh, avenue for, for each president to order crests, uh, going through our national advocate and uh, Jesus Chavez. So there's a process for all state presidents the, the cool thing about uh, Ringgold, 10% of the proceeds is, is given back to the Knights of Columbus Oh wow! Uh, from Ringgold. Another thing we try to do in the store is uh, supply only made in the USA items. Well, it, and it's, it's good to point out too, that they're high quality items. And when I came in, uh, you know, was looking for gear, anything cool that I can find. These yeah. items on this store high quality shirts. I love the dress shirt. I'm wearing the beanie. I got the hoodie. I, I keep looking at it every day to find more product. I have not been displeased once. It's yeah. a phenomenal product. When you place an order, when a president places order uh, for a new member, Ringgold can process and, and put that order back out in the mail uh, within two weeks. I mean, that is, that is phenomenal. No, that's outstanding. And yeah. I visit it because I like all the pictures. You know, I know that I know where those pictures came from. The, these are <laughs> all representative of things that you know, dioceses and chapters under your leadership um, are doing at events, whether it be the Poco Run, just out and about. We I know we've went to assist with uh, a recognition of a brother at his funeral to support his family in the rain in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Very few people like to get out and ride in the rain, but it was an event that transcended whether we liked it or not, but it was the right thing to do for the family. Absolutely. And that was something that you spearheaded for us. And it, it gave me a whole new appreciation 
for the power of prayer, the power of brotherhood, and the amazing things that can happen under good leadership. Thank you. I, uh, you know, it, it, it's 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 not me. It, it, it it's our Lord and and the uh, uh, and His will that that takes us in the direction we take it. But there again, I I, I walk on cloud nine every day. I'm in my shop working on restoring these vintage motorcycles and and being able to uh, uh, wear my vest at church Sunday morning. You know, I'm living it. I mean, it's 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 my world here. And people think you're security at church too, right? (laughs) You know, I happen to, this is, uh, I know I've seen this picture before and you and I have talked about it a little bit, but we saw that beautiful uh, sweet charity bike earlier. Um, Is it any relation to the one behind you here and what's going on here? Yeah, great question. This, that is indeed the, uh, the bike uh, when we officially kicked off the build for it and uh, had blessings done for it. And the, the current state deputy at the time, Bob Boehmer, um, uh, came out in our invitation and uh, took some pictures and we had a great visit. And it was, uh, I, I think this, this particular uh, day was very instrumental in uh, later on getting a uh, a page up on our, our Knights of Columbus website. Well, that's outstanding that you are both building those connections with Supreme and entities of Supreme, uh, but doing it in a way that, um, you know, is not normal. Well, here's the, here's the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is that Knights on Bikes as a part of Knights of Columbus has the opportunity to draw in and capture uh, the attention of men who either are Knights of Columbus members, but they're just not active or drawing in new fresh you know, blood, as it were, uh, to the Knights of Columbus as well. Because you know, quite frankly, I had been a Knights of Columbus member since around 1997, but had never really done much with either of the two councils that I belonged to. And it wasn't until I became a Knights on Bikes member where I started really taking part in my current council since I've moved to Washington um, and attending council meetings and offering assistance where I can. And so it's brought me closer to uh, Knights of Columbus, but my Catholic faith as well. So, you know, kudos to you for bridging this gap and breaking these barriers down that um, are able to draw in new people. You know, your, your story sounds a great deal like mine. Uh, when I joined the Knights of Columbus, uh, I'm a convert from the year 2000. I joined the Knights of Columbus because I was looking for uh, a Catholic brotherhood where I can share my faith, my, my daily problems, my issues. And uh, the, the Catholic fraternity, men's fraternity of the Knights of Columbus, uh, I looked to very strongly on being what I was looking for. So I joined uh, I, I, I volunteered for everything uh, that came up, uh, Silver Shield, uh, I was voted the, the council's Knight of the Year, uh, I was nominated twice for State uh, Knight of the Year, and so I really, I really wow. dedicated my life to the vision of Father McGivney. Well, after about three years, I kind of burnt myself out. I hosted a car show, didn't generate the kind of outcome that was that was hoped for. 
and I was taken aside by a trustee, got my feelings hurt. So I decided that uh, I was going to step away from the Knights of Columbus and uh, re refocus my, my Catholic faith and, and maybe another direction. And I kept thinking, man, I, I'm looking for this Catholic men's fraternity. Where did it go? I, I know it's got to be there. So I, I jumped on the Internet and I came across Knights on Bikes. And I read uh, Raymond Medina's mission statement, started checking into it a little bit more. Uh, and ultimately, I ended up joining. And uh, that has brought me back to the Knights of Columbus. The Knights on Bikes brought me back into the Knights of Columbus and a deeper, deeper uh, love for my faith and fraternity from that today. Here's the testimonial part. For all you guys who might be watching this and you're not a member of Knights of Columbus or Knights on Bikes yet, uh, maybe you want a motorcycle, but your spouse is saying, nah, not the thing for you. You could say, well, you know what? God's on my side now. Uh, Knights of Bikes needs me. <laughs> it's going to bring me closer. Yeah, it will. It sure can. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've had that same thing happen. You're sitting in mass and a guy will come up and he looks at the cut and he says, hey, how do I get some patches like that? Well, brother, let me tell you about the Knights of Columbus. <laughs> you know, I, I think back to a ride that uh, Santa and I went on last year that was not an, uh, uh, a Knights on Bikes event, but it was a 9-11 memorial ride put together by local veterans. And there were over 200 motorcycles there. I can't even tell you how proud I was to wear the cut to, uh, we were both, you know, flying an American flag on our bikes, but the attention that we got because we were riding together with so many other riders, of course we got questions. Yeah. That's and learning and rides like that are great. You know, we were able to speak with one of the event organizers that approached us and said, Hey, what is this? I don't recognize this patch. And we were actually able to get added to their database. So we're recognized with that group now as another group. I mean, we're, we're getting attention and you know, with your leadership up here, it's been well, good brother Blanco. Yeah. Yeah, it has. It's, it's coming around. Grown in that time too. I mean, you know, Idaho's new, like we were talking about now, Idaho's growing and uh, under your leadership, uh, Montana launched. I mean, we're just growing the area in the five years that you've been here. Yeah. Good things for good, sure. Good things, good blessings in here. Yeah. So you have been nominated and uh, graciously accepted um, the nomination for uh, national vice president for the Pacific time zone. Um, so I'm... <laughs> I'm sure, this, uh, I don't know if you took it, you know, intentionally or if you had to do a lot of prayer and, and nudging from God first to say, yeah, you know, I think I can do this. You know? <laughs> well, it kind of goes back to my earlier comments. <laughs> uh, we'll never be asked to do something we can't do. But uh, to tell you the truth, yeah, I, I had a lot of discernment about it. Um, I was I was nominated by uh, more than just a couple people, so. I took that to, to heart and really, really prayed on it. Um, and uh, I, I, I look forward to the possibility of, of uh, journeying further in my journey of faith with the Knights of Columbus. To me, that's what this is. We're Knights of Columbus. And if I can continue uh, my work for the Knights of Columbus through the Knights on Bikes, Motorcycle Ministries, uh, I, I think that's a direction that I, I've been uh, leading uh, in my thought process to do, 
You know, Rhino, I got to tell you, um, I, 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 there is no job description I discovered for VP. And I, I've come up with this it, it, just in the last couple of days. Um, I would be simply a representative for Brother Nights on Bikes in the Pacific time zone between them and the executive board. I, I am the go-to go guy, go-between guy. And also with that, I would be representing all my brothers to Supreme. I mean, if you think about it, um, it would be a, a position that um, could in fact lead us to greater uh, acknowledgement and communications. I mean, to me, we have a great deal of, of lack of communication. Mm -hmm. lack of communications uh, and, and there are avenues that, that you've shared with me santa shared with me this podcast you're doing is just an opening door of the ability to communicate with our brothers down in southern california hawaii nevada this is a, this is going to be something phenomenal and by that communication, we're, we're going to see great things happen. Historically, emails and phone calls are great, but I've noticed even in this last year, you know, the, the addition of the Zoom meetings as we get together and we've, we've had several meetings and we've chatted and we've gone over things, we've prayed together, we've talked about things, we've worked things out. It's just in the last year even, it's grown so much. I'm excited to see what kind of innovation is out there amongst our membership ideas that guys have and under your leadership we've been able to explore those you haven't held us back you said hey let's explore this let's look at this and it's been phenomenal i look forward to it yeah well yeah. if past performance is indicative of future progress uh, god willing if it's in the cards for you to be our national vp um I, I can see that as being a good thing and growth for everyone. I know we won't be getting as much of your attention anymore because you're going to have to spread the love among all the brothers across the entire West Coast of the United States. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be a good thing for all. You know, right, uh, I, I just want to give kudos to both you and Santa uh, for for this, this podcast idea and moving it forward. I, I'm truly honored to be your, your first person. Well, I, appreciate, I appreciate knowing that and hearing that. Um, no, but we are looking forward to doing many more of these podcasts. And uh, yes, I don't want to call out anyone in particular. Ace Bagley, worthy national president. Um, but oh, did I say that out loud? No, bro <laughs> Brother Ace has been very gracious in communications uh, with me and, and um, has agreed to come on as well. So I'm I'm really stoked to talk with him to see uh, what his vision is and how we can help him move forward as well, since he was just uh, recently reelected to yeah. our um, national president's position. Uh, so that, that's yeah. pretty exciting. I don't know, Santa, what, do you, what are your thoughts? We have so many moving pieces right now with these elections that are going. We've got, we're looking at new state presidents. We're looking at new president of diocese. We're looking at potentially new time zones. Uh, Ace Bagley was just reelected. And then we found out in the news today that there's a change in Supreme. So there is a lot of moving pieces. I'm looking forward to having a lot of good conversations this year and just spreading the word and letting everybody know what's going on. And in, in my next letter to the Vatican, I plan to invite the Holy Father to join us too. I don't know if I can promise anything, but nice. he's kind of my pen pal. He hasn't written back yet, but I do write him. 
So I'm going to ask in the next letter. <laughs> yep. So you have a deeper and closer connection, Santa, than most of us. So you go get them, brother. Go oh, and get I, them. And I bought the fancy international stamps too, a whole book. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Nice. On <laughs> um, our next show, can I have a sound effects board? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring it, man. Gotcha. <laughs> brother Blanco, thank you so much. For your time, for your uh, attention, your efforts, uh, both with Nights on Bikes, locally, nationally, regionally, but also importantly for today, your time spending with us. We sure appreciate you, brother. And yeah, it was a pleasure and an honor. So, well, Godspeed. I'm, and I'm sure, not, I'm sure not. this isn't the last time you'll see us on this show. Yeah. No. <laughs> we know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. Well, take care. God bless. And um, we'll see you down the road. 